I'm Mitchell Vandenberg. And I'm David Scarlatescu. And welcome to Back to the Scene. A home for movie lovers that want to stay up to date on all things entertainment. Whether you're a super fan or a casual fan, we got you covered. We talk about a wide range of topics including film, TV shows, and all things relevant to movie pop culture. So sit back, grab some popcorn, because we're about to get Back to the Scene. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Back to the Scene. We're back again. This is episode 10. Yes. We've hit double digits. Double digits. Exciting times, Mitchell. Exciting times. We've got a decent topic list today. Nothing too insane, oh. except for, of course, the Ant-Man trailer dropped. So uh, we'll definitely be talking about that. But let's kick it off, Mitchell. Okay, so let's first talk about... This week, Matt Reeves uh, was talking online saying that he's meeting up with James Gunn in the coming weeks to talk about the Batverse. The Batverse. The Batverse. So the Batman's going to be its own separate entity from the new DC Cinematic Universe. And basically, they're coming up with a bunch of ideas, presumably, on like directions they could go with Batman sequels or spinoff shows because one of the spinoff shows that they're currently filming is Colin Farrell's Penguin Show. Interesting. So, question then. If they're not doing the Batman in the Bat... Or, sorry, in the Justice League or DC Universe, are they going to have another Batman character that is outside of Robert Pattinson's Batman? I guess they're going to have to. Because, I mean, how do you not have Batman in the DC Universe? Yeah, they're going to have to. Because I think James Gunn did say that Batman was going to be an important factor going in, in the DC Universe. Because, like, Batman's a centerpiece. Like, I mean, Superman, of course, but, like, when Batman did, is the, like, most popular DC Comics character. When did The Amazing Spider-Man come out? 2012. July 2nd. Okay. So, hear me out, then. This is doable, because we've got Iron Man and Incredible Hulk both dropped prior to, I guess, Captain America, the first Avenger, as well. So, we had a lot of movies that dropped before... Spider-Man Homecoming? Spider-Man. No, Spider-Man, The Amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield. Oh, yeah, I guess. But how And he was a separate character. He's his own Spider-Verse, I guess you could say, right? The only thing is, like, that's a... Like, with the Marvel movies, that was a long time before Spider-Man showed up. So do you think it's realistic that they maybe wait that long and develop that Bat-Verse IP before they bring in another Batman into the Justice League? They could bring in another Batman, but I would imagine solo movies of that Batman in the DC Universe would probably happen after Robert Robert Pattinson's Batman series is done. And usually with that, they usually do like a trilogy anyway. It's the only person or a comic book character that has gotten four movies in a row is Chris Hemsworth's Thor. That's true. Interesting. Um, in that case, then, I'm just going to keep an open mind with this whole DC Oh, actually, that's wrong. Scenario. That's wrong. Chris Bruce, Superman had four. Yeah, that doesn't count. <laughs> but it counts, yeah. Okay, so Thor and Superman. Valid characters to get four movies. Mind you, I will be keeping an open mind, like I said, about DC and their future projects and everything. Uh, because I do think that they are going in a good direction. And even though there's a little bit of blurriness regarding the Batman character and where what his place is and what his role is going to be in the future 
DC cinematic universe. Uh, I think I think we've got some cool things coming. Mm-hmm. Okay, you want to talk about the next topic? David's really excited about Madam Web coming out. Oh, that one. Okay. So they released a new yeah. logo, a little spider. Yeah. yeah. Looks hot. How much do you know about Madam Web? Looks pretty vanilla. Um, very briefly, like she's the, she's the, um, the character that involves like multiversal situations, right? With multiple Spider-Mans? Kind of. Okay. Hit that, so yeah. Not a lot. Let's put it that way. Well, yes, she does, but originally, originally she's just a person or an old lady confined to a wheelchair that's able to see the future. Okay. Usually it revolves and the future revolves around the web of life and destiny, blah, 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 revolving spider people. Okay. So blind old lady in a wheelchair who can see the future. Correct. Cool. However, the direction they're going is because Dakota Johnson is going to be playing Man of Web. So she's not 80 years old. No, no, she's not. And on set photos, it looks like she's like a paramedic. She's like running around. There is another Madam Web, Julia Carpenter, who is like the second Spider Woman who inherits the Madam Web mantle from the original. And the wardrobe on set looks a lot like that. Um, so they're kind of going to go with more of that direction. Like she's blind, but she can, she still has like spider powers. So she's got spider sense and can. So this is going to be a Sony project then. Correct. Outside of MCU, mm-hmm. basically. So it's going to be in the. Are we to assume it's going to be in the same universe as Venom and Morbius? Maybe. We'll see. There's Spider-Man there's, going to be in it. There is a whole rumored leaked plot that happened. Not 100% sure if it's a certain, but it seems pretty close to being. Is there going to be some kind of Spider-Man in it? Possibly. So basically, let me, let me just tell you what the rumored plot is, okay. which I kind of am leaning towards is true. Actually, Uncle Ben is in the movie. Oh. Adam Scott was playing Uncle, Uncle ben, ben. making an appearance again. That'll be yeah. nice. So yeah, Adam Scott will play Uncle Ben, and he's a paramedic alongside Madam Web. Okay. Um, um, Emma Roberts is going to be playing Peter Parker's mother. Okay, so and this is a young Peter Parker before he's... She's pregnant on okay. set. So, so before he's born, actually. Yeah. And the plot of the movie is some villain from the future comes back to kill Mary Parker before Peter Parker's born, so there'd be no Spider-Man. Spider-Man. And basically, Madam Web and a bunch of other Spider-esque characters, so they have Sydney Sweeney, is rumored to play one of the Spider-Girls, and they have, I think, two other ones as well that are all going to come together in a team-up to defeat this villain who we don't know who it is yet. The rumor is that Ezekiel is going to be the villain. I don't think so. Who knows? Who could be a completely original character for all we know. Anywho, this that's the rumor. Good, actually, I kind of dig it. I, I really, I, I like that rumored plot. I, I will definitely watch this. Yeah, yeah. I will not wait for it to go out of theaters and still not watch it like Morbius. You got to watch Morbius to complete the, uh, the watching order. Yeah, I know. Especially if they're in the same universe. Well, Michael Keaton's in Morbius from he, the MCU. That's right. That's right. That is strange. Does he play the same character? Yep. It's literally like at the end of No Way Home, you know. Oh, that's super confusing then. Well, okay, well, at the end of No Way, no Way Home, when all the characters returned to their universes, yeah. there's a glitch in the spell, and Adrian Toomes gets extracted from the MCU and ends up in Venom. Do they in explain Morbius that Morbius? in Morbius? Yeah, yeah, they show it in the... Oh, that's so weird. 
Is that a post credit scene of him? It's a post credit scene. Okay. It's like you see like the thing in the sky, and then Michael Keaton disappear out of the MCU into Morbius's world. Interesting. And everyone's freaking out because that's how the spell works. But I'm thinking like, well, there could be a glitch in the spell. Always, always a possibility. Because I mean, he knew Michael Keaton knew Peter Parker's Spider Man before the world did. I don't know. Ooh. So maybe that's why it got the spell kind of got messed yeah. up because he was one of the few people that knew before everyone. I don't yeah, know. basically him and Tony Stark, more or less. There's no precedent for that whatsoever. That's just me spitballing. Okay. But Sony's probably just like, we want to do a villain team-up thing. Yeah, probably. Let's, let's make it work. It's going to be Vulture, Morbius, Venom. Yeah, what a team. team. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Oh, Craven the Hunter. Craven the Hunter's coming Is out. he going to be in Octo- Sony-verse? It comes, yeah, it comes out this October. Aaron Taylor-Johnson. Really? Yeah. Jeez, what a year we're going to have in 2023 for movies, man. Our 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 top movies of 2023 is going to need to be a top 10 list minimum. I guess so. Oh, yeah. Especially, it could just be like top 10 movies in June. Basically, yeah. <laughs> top five. Top five in June for sure. Um, let's get to the... I can't believe we're still on this. More Ezra Miller uh, news. So what is what is the latest on Ezra Miller's situation? He pleaded guilty in court to one of the things he was uh, charged with. The trespassing, right? Yeah, so he broke into a home and stole alcohol from his neighbors, I believe. Like, what? Anyway, he... There was three charges. I forget all three, but he pleaded guilty on one of them. So then the other two go away. Yeah. That's how it works, I guess. So he gets a suspended sentence. Wait, wait, wait. So he pleaded guilty to one of them. To trespassing. So the other charges just disappear. Correct. Got dropped. Yes. Correct. And then he gets a slap on the wrist for the guilty plea. Yeah. It's a suspended sentence and a $500 fine, I believe. This is what money can buy. Well, it's I guess just how the law system works. If you plead guilty to one of the charges, didn't he pull a knife on a woman? That's that's completely different. They they only they in this court they only um, focused on the uh, burglary trespassing charge. Okay, so he, he's, okay, he's not. So he still has to that, appear for the other one. I don't know. I don't know how far along that is. Like how if the people are actually suing or taking him to court on that whole well he situation. got arrested for it right he did yeah so i mean I if he got arrested charged. charges are being pressed i guess so so that that, that i don't happened. want to speak out because i don't know ezra miller and frankly i have not been following this debacle but this does not sound like a sane human being to me i think the dude needs some help they put uh ezra miller into like not i not want rehab but they said they're giving Ezra some professional help, and he's been seeking out professional help. Okay, that's good. So that's a step in the right direction. That is a step in the right direction. Hopefully he can... Look, I am all for redemption arcs. So if he has a redemption arc and in the next few months and can save this Flash movie, I think everyone will be happy. Cause, and the, the Fantastic Beast series, I mean... Well, three more movies planned, and he's one of the mains. Of yeah, them, so. I, I wonder how that's going to go. I don't know. He's going to need a hell of a redemption arc, that's for sure. They also kind of messed up with the Johnny Depp fiasco in that one as well, so... Yeah, it's just a lot of drama surrounding those movies. Poor Warner Brothers. I know. <laughs> but apparently the Flash movie, people, the studio is saying it's 
and people involved watching the project and test scores have, uh, of it have been really good. Okay. Apparently, it's excellent. All right. Which I'm like excited I said, about. I will go in with an open mind, like with everything. So we have We should be getting a trailer probably next month. I was going to say we haven't we haven't seen up, anything. It comes out in June. We got not a even a first of, look of anything. We got a whole bunch of trailers for stuff that comes out in June. That's true. So hmm. I'd imagine pretty soon because February, March, April, May, June. Yeah, February. Intrigue. Getting some wild. Maybe even end of January for all I know. Possibly. Could be. Okay. Golden Globes. Golden Globes. Hit us with a just quick synopsis uh, or summary, I guess, of the results because... Because you watched the award show and remember everything? Yeah, of course. I definitely watched it. Well... Everyone cares about the Glo Golden Globes, right? Yeah. Well, it's like, hey, the Golden Globes is... Even though it's like a high, pristine award show that everyone watches, the, the voting body is like less than 100 people and they're all like British journalists. So bias. it's unlike the Academy Awards, which has thousands upon thousands of Academy members that are like have been members the of in the industry and have yeah. worked on that. It's just it's it's basically two classrooms voting um, <laughs> for what movie takes the best movie. Interesting. When you think about that, suspect put two classrooms together. That's huh. how many. It's an interesting of point of view, and yeah, I guess it. I guess it is true. Globes. So. But anyway, this everyone still regards it as one of the more prestigious award shows. Regardless, Angela Bassett won the Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actress, which is okay. the Marvel Cinematic Universe's first acting win, major acting win. Exciting. Yeah. Exciting. So that is, for those like myself that didn't know prior to the show, that is uh, Shuri and... Uh, uh, Ch oh my gosh t'challa t'challa thank you oh my goodness churi and t'challa's mother in uh wakanda forever so pretty good performance by her apparently what else are some uh some big winners from the golden globes are you googling them right yeah right now because i honestly don't care that much about golden globes <laughs> <laughs> okay so let's talk about actors because that's what most people yep. care about uh our best actor in a drama motion picture was austin butler for all this Interesting. Still haven't seen that movie. Uh, have you? No, I thought you went to go see it. I was going to, but something fell through. Because didn't you like invite me like literally just like, hey, in an hour we're going to Elvis, you want to come? Yeah, th that didn't, didn't happen. happen. No. Yeah. Anyway, uh, best drama motion picture, The Fablemans. Okay, still got to watch that too. It's really good. And then, no surprise, Kate Blanchett won best actress for Tar. For what? Tar. What is Tar. It is a film where she plays a female conductor. Okay. Why is that no surprise? It was no surprise because when you look at all the other nominations, it's like if you've seen her performance in it, it's plus it's Clay Blanchett. Okay. There's no, she's going to win. Okay. Just, just trust me on that. All right. Okay. Like, I mean, the other actresses are, were good, but I mean, Anyway, it's just like if Meryl Streep's in a is category, there, you know these, Meryl Streep's going to win. Are these Golden Globes just for individuals, or do they give them to movies as well? Well, the Fablemans I just mentioned. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. I thought that was like, oh, Steven. And they, had, they, have it, they have it broken up. So they have like best drama and then best comedy performances. So there's a whole. So oh, for example, so best genres the Banshees of Iris Sheeran won the best picture for comedy slash musical. Okay. Is there like an action section? Uh, no. Oh, so it's just drama or comedy? 
But Michelle Yeoh won Best Actress for Musical Comedy for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Haven't seen that either. Okay. Apparently that one's really good. I got to get on that. Yeah. Yeah. We got a few to watch. Crazy how many movies we watch and how many we still haven't seen. Pinocchio won Best Animated Feature Film. Which one? Pinocchio. Pinocchio. The Gu- Guillermo de Toro. I can never pronounce his name right. Guillermo de Toro. It's Pinocchio. No. So not, in my opinion, Rise of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles got snubbed, but you know. Fair. Fair. And best director, Steven Spielberg. Why is that a surprise for the Fablements? Oh, yeah, actually, Ki Wa Kwan won Best Supporting Actor for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Okay. Do you know who that is? Nope. Uh, Dr. Jones. No. Short Round. Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom. For those that are listening, I'm. I thought you watched Indiana Jones. Oh, Temple of Doom? Temple of Doom. Short round. Oh, dude. I, I must have watched it way too long ago that I don't remember that. You don't remember Short Round? No. His his sidekick? Oh, jeez. The little boy? It's been so long. Oh, my It's been goodness. so long. Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom was on VHS when I watched it, so. Okay. Oh, boy. Anyways. Yeah. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> that. Let's let's get to the goods and why people probably clicked on this Ant-Man. episode. We got an MN Quantumania trailer. I like how you said you skipped over the wasp. Oh right, sorry. Because got Ant Man says a single line in the trailer. No, she is in it though, right? She's in it, but I don't think she says anything. I do like Evangeline Lilly. Like I think she's a, a good, a good yeah, actress yeah. and a decent character. I don't know. I just forget that it's. It, it's very confusing because the first one is Ant-Man. The second one's now, oh, they're Ant-Man and the Wasp. And then now they both own the rights to this movie, basically. That's where we're putting it, but you just mean like they're both. They're both the mains. The head, yeah. Yeah. Like title. So strange. Well, at the same time, the original comic books, it did start out with just Ant-Man. And then when a Wasp introduced, they did kind of build it as giant man and the Wasp. Okay. All right. Well, we'll go with it. So Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania trailer dropped uh and it is a a kang fest to say the least yeah i am i don't know where to begin i don't i don't know where to begin either we we should almost be like watching it and reacting to it as it's happening okay let's just in the head so the trailer starts off with paul rudd talking about or i think he's talking to kang and Kang's promising him to get that lost time back from Cassie growing up because of that five-year yep. gap where he was stuck in the quantum realm. So, he- so predictions now. So they, they obviously we saw in the first trailer that the uh, they've sent some kind of beacon into the quantum realm, and it causes them to get sucked into it. Mm-hmm. So they get there. There's some kind of civilization in this quantum realm. Is this the TVA? No. Is this Kang character that's in it, one of the Kang variants, is he leading the TVA? Because one thing that I've heard as an Easter egg... That's a good question. ...is that the TVA is living in the quantum realm. So, and because if you remember at the end of the Loki show, it's this version of Kang that is the statue in the TVA when they come out of the TVA. I mean, there's tons of Kang variants. I feel that'll probably be for the best going forward that there isn't a whole bunch of Kang variants. So, so you think like, this is thinking, the, you think this, this is be... the most dangerous and the, the 
the big bad Kang. Yes, I imagine that the Kang in Quantumania will be the Kang going forward in the Kang dynasty. Like even the marketing materials are just like the dynasty begins here for M and Lost Quantumania. That's the subtitle. Yep. Yeah. And the rumor has that Kang might even be the big bad for Secret Wars as well. Yeah, I'm hearing I'm hearing a lot of rumors surrounding that that there's another Kang variant that goes by another name. Beyonder. The Beyonder, yeah. That he's actually the main villain in Kang Dynasty. Yeah, so well the Beyonder and Kang are two completely separate characters in the comic books. Yeah. But I guess it makes sense for continuity for the MCU to combine them, but even though the Beyonder is like completely No, I think I think but, the Beyonder is gonna be a different character. Like a different Kang. A different Kang. Yeah. yeah still yeah. a that variant. But I mean, like, the one that's going to be in Kang Dynasty will be the Kang from Quantumania. I think. You think so? I think so. Okay. Because I'm, I'm, I'm curious. And because... the one... And then it... Do- Doom's... Dr. Doom's just going to clap them all in Secret Wars or what? Dr. Doom might not even show up, to be honest. Because I don't uh, think... Dr. Doom will be in Secret Wars for sure. I know he's a huge part in both Secret Wars, like in the comic book series, but it's in terms of the films that are coming out. I don't think he's going to be the main villain of Fantastic Four. I feel like there should be more doom buildup before he's put into Secret Wars. I don't know. We'll see. Who knows if Marvel could, Marvel could pull it off? I don't know. Back to back to the trailer, though. My apologies for going off on a beyonder tangent there, but basically, this trailer really feeds into what I think. Are we in Phase Four now? Five, five. The start of Phase this Five. Is the start of Phase Five. It really feeds into truly what phase five looks like it's gonna be and it's just kind of a shift in how marvel's making their movies they're making them a little bit darker a little bit more emotional um just overall i think this movie is gonna have some big shocks in it right away Mm -hmm. from watching it kang looks absolutely terrifying i mean Who's who's the actor? What's his name again? Jonathan Majors. He's he's doing a phenomenal job just from the little bits that I've seen in the trailer. But and completely different from his performance in Loki. Oh, a hundred. You can tell, like even if it's just the trailer, you can tell that they're two completely different people. Yep. Yeah. And this is one of the big bad variants that he who remains Kang was talking about, right? Mm-hmm. But I think I think the one in Quantum Media also will be the one in like at the end of Loki season one on the statue yeah just just it just makes sense they're in the same, the same costume one. because yeah, then they just costume. have like a bunch of different kings and they're all bad it just if there's one king that's like above the rest it just makes it more menacing yep 100 percent. no it's gonna be it's gonna be wild what are some other easter eggs that we notice in the modok pardon me modok modok familiar with modok no okay he's the giant's floating head in a chair Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 And then if we had to do some predictions, who is Is going to die in this? No one. You don't think anyone dies? I'm I'm going with no one dies. A lot of people are thinking Ant-Man's going to die, but you know, I don't know. No, no, no. No, I definitely think, I I definitely think him or the mom die for sure, though. Hank or Janet? Possibly. I'm going to go with probably no one else. Because the, the Ant-Man movies, I feel like, and tone-wise, aren't that dark. I'm And Peyton yeah, but, reads. But I mean, this trailer really does not look I like a normal know. Ant-Man movie. He, they, I mean, they 
Peyton Reed did go say like, I don't want to make the nice little palette cleansers anymore. I want to do like a full blown event film. Yeah. But I still, I still feel that they probably won't kill anyone made off major. If it, I guess if it had to be, it would probably be Hank to be honest with you. Cause I don't think Jana would die because we already, then we have to go, Hank's got to go through all that griefing again. No, but they either, I think my they prediction is either, or... either Hank dies or they both die. Okay. Yeah. And the reason I say that is because I feel like you can't just, you're right. You can't just kill off only Janet because he's already grieved that. However, Hank has been around for a long, like multiple episodes and you feel like he was going to go in one First of First one? Yeah. <laughs> and felt like he was going to go at least once before. I just think this is the this is the time, and Marvel has already established their we're killing parents now. So, I guess so. Wakanda forever, and in Spider-Man No Way Home. Yep. Oh God, don't even. So sad. But, uh, I, I just I don't know. Maybe one thing I always wanted to see is like there was a they apparently made a short of Hank Pym as Ant Man during the Cold War. I really want to see that because I just because Hank Pym was the original Ant Man. Yes, in the comics. And he was the, the founding member of the Avengers, not Scott. Interesting. Because Scott came around in like the 80s as the Scott Lang? Yeah. Okay. So it's it's just, for me, my brain is always like, I want to see the original Ant-Man back in the day kicking butt a little bit. I think we'd be going to get like little brief flashbacks in the other movies, but I just want to see just, even if it's only like a eight minute short. I just do, we have a, do we have a length on this movie? Nope, not yet. What do we have for... Oh, actually, we do. Okay. It is, I think, two hours and three minutes. That's not bad. I definitely thought it would be a little bit longer than that. Okay. So we know pretty much why they get into the quantum realm. Um, do we have predictions why Kang is even there and what he's doing there? Well, they said... Where the other people is He's trapped there and he's trying to get out. Apparently, he's something from Scott. What does he need from Scott? I don't know. That's a good. He question. says, "You know what I need. What is it?" And he's their trust down there with him too. The prediction is that, the prediction is that it's the ten rings. But what is uh, the what people is, have said? They've spotted the ten rings in the trailer, and I just don't. I can't feel like they're going to be crossing over Shang Chi right away in a movie like. Even this. if they did, it's like, what does Ant-Man have to do with Shang-Chi? No, they're, they're, they're yeah, agreed. They're bringing, I, I predict they're going to bring something completely new. It's not something we know about yet. Yeah. It, it's going to be a whole new thing, the same way that we had the Infinity Stones for the Infinity Saga. Those are gone now, they're toast, but there's going to be something else. There's some other relic of some kind, some token of power MacGuffin. that they need. Is it maybe the is it maybe the pin particle? Maybe. Well, I mean that's how Scott escaped the first time. Yeah, but he doesn't remember it. Yeah. Hmm. You know that's kind of strange. One, Scott went into the quantum realm for the first time, no recollection coming back. But every other time they go back in, it's not an issue with the memory. Yeah, and Janet had no problem remembering. Maybe it was just because of plot. Maybe because she was in there for so long, whereas Scott wasn't for like a couple moments. He was in the, he was in there for a few moments. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then wasn't Janet the one that like sent him back? What do you mean? How did how did Scott get back into the? 
How did Scott, Scott get back from the quantum realm? Didn't the rat? The what? The rat. No, 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 not, not in. Oh, Ant Man and the Wasp. Not in Endgame. In the uh, in the first, did they have a ship that they? No, in the first Ant Man. In the first, oh, in the first Ant Man, when he yeah. went down, he had the little blue enlarging pin particle thing that he put in his belt, and he clicked it, and then he drew. He did click it. Okay, I wasn't so sure if he him. clicked it or somebody else clicked it. Okay, no, he did it. Yeah, I don't know. There's gonna be something that he's after. There's gonna be something that he's obviously after. I just don't know. I have a feeling it's you get Ant-Man wanting to steal whatever that thing is. Yeah, for sure. So he's trapped in the quantum realm. Who are the other people in there? Are they some of his minions? Well, there's other people there's that are trapped Bill, there. Bill Murray. Really excited to see that old man come back. Um, also, where does the where does the quantum realm sit in the universe and the multiverse? Is it his own its own kind of entity that every multiverse can access and tap into or is it just the quantum realm of this universe i think it's just the quantum realm of this universe so there's multiple quantum realms i guess so well when you think about it this way there's a the lot of explaining comics, to do the comics have their own quantum realm so the movie has their own quantum realm they're not the same quantum realm so if you look be, at it that way yeah this is gonna be it's gonna be an interesting one it's gonna be an interesting one and i'm i'm curious to see the build up and the explanation to Kang and hopefully they, they tie up some of the pieces because obviously unless you've seen Lo the Loki series, you don't know who Kang is at this point unless you've read comics and have an idea. But if you're just going based off the movies and you haven't seen the Loki TV series, you don't know who this guy is. He's new. Yeah. So, and even then if you're just watching the Loki show, it's a different person. It is. It, it gives a little bit of a tie-in, but I I think my prediction is they can't tie it in too much yeah. because the TV series are spinoffs. Exactly. They're not supposed to be watched to understand the movies, and Disney has made sure of that. I wonder with for people that haven't watched WandaVision, Wanda's turn in Doctor Strange, how abrupt that would feel. Oh, yeah, you're right. He mentions, he mentions Westview in it. Well, the whole thing about the Darkhold and they're going evil. Because, like, last time we would have saw Wanda in the films would have been Endgame, grieving over Vision. Then, well, I guess I guess that turn could make yes, sense. Because she goes straight yeah. she goes straight into into darkness and grieving from it. Yeah. Ties herself and to the Darkhold to try to bring Wanda Vision was, like, the highest, like, watched Disney. Well, I guess there was, like, other than my you know at do, the time. I have to scratch my argument because they do have to tie in because Falcon becomes Captain America oh, in a good point. TV series. That is a good point. Wanda shows her kids in that TV series and then they show up in a movie. And then you're right. We have to see WandaVision to know that she's found the Darkhold and is playing around with it. Um, and actually has become the Scarlet Witch, like Agatha Harkness said. Yep. Right? So, yeah, I there has to be some sort of tie into the Loki show. There has to be. For whatever reason, I feel that it's not going to be as big as the other ones. I don't think I'd, like they're going to probably mention it. Big, but they'd the, probably re-explain it. They they have to. They have to re-explain it. Unlike Wandavision and Falcon Winter Soldier, it's Loki is very, I guess, in high concept in terms of the multiverse and variants. It's just a lot for just it's people true. that aren't familiar with the source material to just hop on board. You're just like, okay, one is evil. Okay, I get that. Or it's like, or she got turned evil 
because of grieving. It's explained in the film, whereas you got to re-explain the whole variant multiverse concept in um, Quantumania or with Kang. You can't just be like, oh, here he is. No, and we've gotten little tidbits in Phase 4. So Multiverse of Madness kind of showed us how you can hop through different universes. Mm -hmm. Spider-Man No Way Home showed what happens when other beings from other universes come into your own. And awesome. What potential incursions can look like. Yeah, awesome, indeed. Um, so there's going to be more, more explanation. And this is a really, really big concept and overall project for Marvel to take on. So I, I definitely think they've bitten a lot off. I don't think it's more than they can chew. I definitely think they can handle it, but it is going to take a lot of explanation and it's going to be similar, if not even harder to handle than what they had to deal with, with the infinity war saga. Yeah, I mean... Because this opens up a whole can of worms. And I can already see, I'm starting to see in certain comments of YouTube videos and trailers and different things, that there is some Marvel fatigue starting to brew in some viewers. Mm -hmm. Some viewers I just feel like have we... attached too much to the older story and they feel like it's over now and they don't want to watch, not realizing that this stuff is laying the seeds and the groundwork for future generations that are going to attach themselves to these characters. But I mean, like in 2022 with all the TV shows that Marvel's putting out too. It's like movie and TV shows all connected. So it just also feels they're getting an overload of stuff. Yeah, it's it's an overload of content for sure. Oh, by the way, I should we have, we had um, Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Miss Marvel. Hawkeye. Ha that was 2021. It was? Okay. Um, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, She-Hulk. She-Hulk. That's it for Marvel. Oh, uh, actually, no. For uh, Werewolf by Night and Guardians of the Galaxy um, Holiday Special. Yeah. Then we have, for films, we had Black Panther, Thor. Um, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Strange Madness. Multiverse of Madness. Uh, there was, a, there was, a, was there another one? There was another one. What was it? What was it? Multiverse of Madness, Thor. Or maybe it was Multiverse of Black Madness. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Maybe those were the only three. Now I want to check, but either way, that is eight. We're gonna we're gonna fact check this right now. Marvel movies. And now it's bugging you. What the heck am I missing? But maybe that is right. That looks like it's all right for me. Okay. Uh, yeah, that is right. There's only three. Hmm. Well, I guess in 2021, there was four, and they're all like back-to-back. -back. Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternal, Spider-Man. That's true. All of those were in the like, And it's like two-month gaps. Yeah. Even actually, okay, so July, Black Widow, September, Shang-Chi, Eternal's November, and Spider-Man, December. There's only like a, a month gap between those two. I didn't two. realize Shang-Chi and, and Eternals were so close to Spider-Man. Interesting. Yeah. So it's like a two months gap in each and then a one month gap between. And then we got there. November November we got Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And now we're getting Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Mm -hmm. When's the next one after that? April? May? Uh May, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Wow. And then the Marvels in July. And then I think actually I have the list right here. I think that's it for 
yeah, that's it for the year, only through this year. So nothing you know, in the winter. You know what's funny is I've uh, I've been seeing some content on TikTok and everything where people are joking that it's always a Loki that starts a universal threat or a multiversal threat. <laughs> of course. Because <laughs> if you think about it, this whole thing with Kang started because female Loki stabbed he who mm-hmm. remained. And then Loki brought the Chachari army of, for, of Thanos to Earth. Yep. Well, Way to go. Loki partnered with Thanos. And yeah. Interesting. Fantastic Four is in 2025. It's two years ago. It away. got pushed? I thought it was 2024. It was, but Deadpool 3 pushed it out. Uh, it took its spot. So actually, it's... no, I think the problem actually was Blade. So that was the is... issue, and then what... everything got bumped. So Fantastic Four before Kang Dynasty? Yes. This right before it's... And then a year after Kang Dynasty, we get Secret Wars? Yes. Originally, Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars were supposed to come out in the same year, which is a lot. That is a lot. I feel like there has to be a year in between. However, that year of waiting between Infinity War and Endgame was... Could you imagine just like end the end of Kang Dynasty? What did we, what did Kang we completely get? erases like the entire... He watched, watched him completely erase like the MCU. Yeah. It's erased. Uh, that's wild. And then a bunch of other superheroes from other multiverses have to team up and then they bring back the MCU timeline. So we get like Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Hugh Jackman. Could you imagine? They will be in it, but I don't think they're going to play as big of a role as everyone thinks. You never know. Uh, just, just, it's, it's a dream. Spitballing. It's a dream. It's a dream. But I, I mean, I don't disagree with the dream. I think it'll be. Well, I'm just thinking like, how do you top half of the universe getting erased, snapped away? Yeah. The, the everything, entire... everything we know, the entire series getting snapped away. Yeah, pretty much. That's wild. Something, something crazy, man. Something crazy. No, I'm I'm excited. I think it I think it'll be good. I think it'll be really good. And I'm definitely excited for Quantumania. It's gonna kick off what I think is gonna be a pretty pretty terrifying villain. Villain for the entire MCU. I guess that's that's it for this episode of Back to the Scene. Here, let's let's wrap it up there. Thank you guys for watching another episode. We'll be back again next week. And have a great weekend, week, whatever it is for you. We'll see you next time. And that is a wrap on this episode of Back to the Scene. Thanks for listening. It would mean the world to us if you left us a review on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you're listening. And if you guys want to reach out for anything, whether it's questions or ideas for the show, please make sure to hit us up. We'll have the email and all our socials in the description of this podcast.